uh, really what I, I want to talk about uh, today is is uh, just about abiding in God in the middle of, of chaos and, and trials, this idea of, of abiding in God and um, abiding in Him through change, all the kinds of things that you all were talking about through uncertainty. It sounds like um, talked about a lot before, you know, casting our anxieties at Him, this idea of, of abiding. So I'll get into that a little bit later, but this is really one of the most important um, lessons for me. Um, as a believer, as I continue to, to learn and grow in my faith. And so um, as we go through, I'll ask for a few volunteers um, to read the verse that we're going to pull from, uh, which many of you have probably heard before, um, and a couple questions throughout. Uh, but before I want to jump in, um, I want to share a little bit about myself. So grew up in a um, Christian home, I think, with parents that uh, love the Lord. And um, I was also a military kid. And so I moved all over the place, um, 11 different places. And um, serving others uh, was, was really sort of ingrained in, in our home, um, ingrained in our approach to life. And, um, you know, as I moved from place to place and went to college and then, um, you know, to, to, uh, to work, began to work, uh, I struggled with this idea of, of service. And purpose and how to make a difference and I'm I, you know many of you might be like this I'm, I'm a fixer I want to solve problems and I see you know brokenness and um, you know and, and it's even now in my job I, I work for the US government and I try to sort of address um, all sorts of issues like corruption um, and and I'll tell you um, it's it's hard sometimes because I realize that I can't fix things uh, alone uh, that uh, you know I, I often feel like I'm I'm not enough and uh, and that I, you know, don't know, uh, you know, what to do. Um, but, uh, you know, this is, this is not what, what God says that we're not enough, right. That, um, you know, God says that, that we, um, we are enough for him and that we can abide in him, that we're enough because we're with him. Um, and thankfully I've had people in my life to encourage me um, in that I've had, you know, my family, I've had my, my wife and, and my friends and, um, Kevin is one of those people, and, and I just want to, you know, praise him, thank him for it. Um, you know, uh, uh, that uh, you all are so blessed to have him as a, as a leader in your life. That, um, you know, I, I met him in my freshman door at the University of Virginia. Um, we've been uh, friends since and growing and challenging each other and, um, you know, really trying to um, to seek God together and understand how to be, be um, you know, better followers of him. I've learned from Kevin um, and, and others about this importance of, of turning to and abiding to God on a regular basis and letting our relationship with him guide us, right? Um, letting our relationship with him um, be the foundation of everything. Um, so, you know, that's really what abiding is about. And, and so that's that's really what I want to talk to you about today. It's, it's you know, might seem basic, um, you know, might, this idea of sort of being um, in connection with God, it might seem basic, but it's really, um, it's so, um, it, it, it is so fundamental and elementary, but it, but it needs to be a part of everything that we do, right? And a part of everything that we are as, as believers, that we are connected to him and connected to people who are um, at his table. Um, so, so what do I mean by abide exactly? Um, to abide is to be in accordance with something. Um, to abide is to uh, to remain and endure um, in something. Uh, so you, you know, if you're abiding in something, you're um, you're really uh, you know sort of enduring in it and and through it. Um, and uh, and God asks us to to abide in Him, and, and um, abiding means releasing total control, right? So we as as you know people, uh, myself included, I uh, you know I want to be in control of things. I want to you know have an idea. I want to know you know what my plans are going to be and whether a job is going to work out or, or all of these things, right? But um, abiding means you know releasing uh, that kind of total say of our preferences 
experiences and our perspectives and um, our reactions to things. And, and, you know, I think as humans, we sometimes think that that's not the right thing to do. But in fact, there are so many times in my life where I've done that, where it's been so, um, you know, uh, good for me, right? It's been challenging for me. It's helped me to, to grow and to, to learn. And, um, you know, we abide in plenty of things all the time, right? We abide in God. We abide in, um, you know, what our family is doing, our friends. Uh, we abide in, you know, teams that we're on. We abide in um, institutions and practices. Um, you know, it's abiding is really how you sort of orient your life. Um, and, um, you know, I don't know, in the, in the middle of so many, so many um, challenges and, and just the, the chaos that is, um, you know, I think particularly uh, in the modern world with, with social media and with media and with, um, you know, the ability to go and do all sorts of different things, they're amazing opportunities, right? We can go serve, we can go love people, we can, um, we can do so many things, but, uh, but we can also be paralyzed in that, right? And we can... Um, you know, feel like we're unable to, to be attached to anything, uh, particularly to, to God. So, uh, you know, f- for me, really, um, and I, I imagine for, for you all, uh, you know, this, this message on abiding is, is so important um, that, uh, you know, with everything going on uh, with COVID, uh, with our country's response to the evils of racism and um, specifically the police killings of, of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and, and too many others. Um, you know, I, I work for um, a bureau at the State Department that uh, that works on law enforcement and corruption internationally around the world. And um, I'll tell you, I, I don't know what to do in this moment. Um, you know, it's 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 just so difficult to, to see the pain people are going through, the, the hurt that people are going through. And I've been trying as I've, I've been going through this to just, you know, learn how to abide in God, right? Um, and um, continue to, to turn to Him. Um, you know, we're raised to, to, you know, solve problems and, you know, you know, it's going through school. It's like, what can you do to change the world? What can you do to, to uh, make a difference? And, um, you know, and it's okay that sometimes we don't know what to do. And it's in those moments that we, uh, we turn to God and, and we look to, to abide in God. And, and that's okay to lay those anxieties and, and those uh, fears and those frustrations and those, per, those paralysis, that paralysis, um, at the feet of God, it, uh, you know, it doesn't mean that it's easy, but it means that, that God is with us. Um, so uh, there are kind of three three things that I want us to take away from the talk today, and then we'll we'll get into the words. So the first is is that abiding um, in and with God and with Christian community is one of the biggest blessings of our life. Um, that that is, you know, first and foremost, that the, the blessing that we get to be with God, right? That we get to, you know, think about heaven, right? What heaven is going to be is is being connected with God. Um, that second abiding is not about blindly following, uh, but it's about relationship, right? It's in this. I'm sure you all have heard this point and talked about this point uh, before. That it, that it's about being in relationship with with God and with each other. Um, and and so I'll talk a little bit about what that relationship looks like to me from from my experience. And, and third, that abiding doesn't mean that we don't have responsibility or accountability for what happens in life and what's around us, um, that we should, you know, should just look away, right? That we just spend time with God and we don't, we don't be in, in the world. No, that's not, that's not what it is. Um, but rather that it helps us gain perspective on the chaos that we're going through, right? Um, and place our trust in, in God through it. Um, so let's, uh, let's turn to the word um, and then I'll, I'll say a prayer um, 
over us. Uh, there are a number of, of verses that, that I, I kind of thought about as I was thinking about uh, what to talk to you all about today. And, um, and uh, you know, a lot that sort of cover this idea of abiding. Um, the one that sort of really um, stayed with me was, was John uh, 15. Um, uh, it's a chapter that many of you have probably heard before. Um, but there are some things in here that, that even as I was going back through it, uh, just struck me as, as um, new and different. And, um, and so I, I wanted us to unpack it a little bit. So uh, it's John chapter 15, uh, verses 1 through uh, 17. Um, I'd like to get three volunteers to, to read if I can, having not ever met you in person, um, ask if you can, uh, can maybe um, take off uh, some of these, uh, these verses. So if someone could read verses 1 through 4, um, then 5 through 8, and then 9 through uh, 17. Um, so does anyone want to read 1 through 4? I'll read one through four. Perfect, Stacy. Um, nice to meet you. Uh, and then nice uh, five through eight. Anyone want to read five through eight? Just going once, going twice. <laughs> Kevin, do you want to call on someone? Or can, oh, you, Olivia, you got it. You got it. I, I see your hand. You got to read it. Okay, perfect. Um, I can. Wonderful. All right. And then um, 9 through 17. That's the longest one. I want to read the long one. <laughs> All right, Kevin, either you read it or you call on someone. I'm not going to make someone so, read. <laughs> I think I'm going to say she can do it. So she, she'll read 9 through 17. Okay. Perfect. All right. Stacy, do you want to start us off? Yeah, sure. Okay. John 15, verse 1. I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not beat fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does not bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself, unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you, unless you abide in me. All right, go ahead, Olivia. Okay, Leslie, actually. Okay. Uh, John 15, 5 to 8. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain, remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish for, and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. Amen. All right, and Vanessa? Vanessa? No, I, mean, I was going to take us to 9 to 17, but I think we may have lost her. Okay. Yeah, Quadra, do you just want to take that? 
Oh yeah, sure. I can take that. You said nine through seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as the Father loved me, so I have loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my command, you will remain in my love. But as uh, just as I have kept my Father's command and remain in His love, I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this: love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this: to lay one's life for one's brother. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants, because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I call you friends. For everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you, that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, so that whatever you ask for in my name, the Father will give you. This is my command: love one another. Thank you. Thanks, all of you. Um, so I uh, just want to take a moment to, to pray over us um, as we unpack this a little bit. Uh, Lord, I just uh, thank you so much for um, this time. Uh, Lord, I thank you for each person um, that, that uh, I have the opportunity to connect with, that we have the opportunity to, to be with uh, today. Uh, Father, I just ask that you would uh, be with us in, in this time, uh, Lord, that you would uh, speak through me, and, and Lord, that we would would all just um, experience what it is to, to abide in you, uh, what it is to um, love each other, uh, Lord, that we would, um, we would take these words and we would live them, that we would bear fruit, that we would love each other, um, or that we would take that seriously, that we would take that um, as the beautiful, beautiful command that it is to to love um, as you loved us, um, Lord, as as you loved your son, as as your son loved you, um, Lord, as as uh, he loves us. Um, so, Lord, I just ask that we as an unpack um, kind of lessons from um, these beautiful words that you shared with us, uh, Lord, that you'd let let them challenge us, that you would. Um, Help us if we're uncomfortable with it um, or, or uncertain about it, um, Lord, that, that you'd help us and that you'd help us help each other, um, Lord, as, as, uh, as so often we do, um, that we're all um, perfect and, and broken, um, that we're all in need of you. Um, so, Lord, I, I just uh, I thank you again for um, for being with us, um, Lord, for giving us the opportunity to to be um, your branches, uh, Lord, to be a part of the tree of life. Um, and uh, just uh, thank you so much. I ask you to bless us in, in your name we pray. Amen. All right. So um, where I want to start with this is is really um, abiding as a, as a blessing from God. And Jesus uh, delivered these words um, after he com- comforted his disciples as they worried about um, his fate uh, following um, Judas's betrayal, and, and they wanted to know, you know, where, what are we doing? Where are we? What are we, um, you know, what is this about? As, as we think about, um, you know, uh, what's going to happen to Jesus, and um, and he's his message to them was was to just abide in him, right? Um, to be a part of his. Uh, his tree of life um, and uh, you know and, and um, he immediately says uh, you know kind of to, to turn back to um, the beginning and I actually hadn't even planned to talk about this this one verse but it just kind of stuck out to me um, as uh, as you were reading um, Stacy um, 
that, you know, so he says he cuts off every branch um, in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Um, you are already clean, right? Um, so if, if you're re- reading this verse and, you know, what stuck out to you is I'm going to be thrown away as a branch, um, uh, you know, that, I, that I'm not enough, right? You are already clean. You are already um you know, enough for God, uh, because he has, has died for our sins, right? Um, you know, to, to what Maybell was, was talking about earlier, that, that he's, he's covered you, that, that um, he's, he's died, uh, died for you. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it just, it just really stuck out to me there. Um, so, you know, abiding in, in God and in Christian community um, is one of the biggest blessings and challenges of faith, right? Uh, this is this is not an easy thing to do every day. It's it's easy to, to kind of talk about, to to get it, um, you know, conceptually, but to do it in practice is something that we have to, to strive for every day and to bear fruit in our lives. We, we get to be a part of the living tree of God, um, and we're, we get to be at his table in relationship with, with him and um, and to remain in, in his love. And, um, you know, I, I think uh, this, this brings us uh, joy and complete joy that he says in, in verse 12. Um, there are moments uh, that, that I think we, we all experience like this. So I, I want to take a step back and, and just ask, what are ways that we can abide in God, that, that you all feel like you're connected with, with him? Uh, what are some examples? I have some that I can, can pull out, but I'd love to hear from you. What are some ways that you uh, kind of connect with abide in God? Feel free to throw out some examples through prayer. Through prayer, yes, Ryan. Right. Yeah. yeah, or Jason. <laughs> Is it Ryan or Jason? Oh, I'm Ryan. Ryan, cool. Let's do it, you, Ryan. What else? Um. So I think just like. Um, just taking some time and like going in depth and just reading his word and um, just doing your quiet time just you know making sure that you're not just reading it but just getting really deep into it and just try to understand it yeah thanks Olivia anything else do praise and worship Mm -hmm. yep praise and worship exactly exactly Okay, we'll do one or two more. Any others? Okay. Um, yeah, a couple others that I had had written down. Um, you know, this 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 right here, I think, is is abiding in in God and in um, in community, right? This this the connecting with each other. It's church. It's it's you know small community. Um, it's talking about God with with friends. Um, it's Sabbath, right? Uh, this is something that, that I, um, uh, you know, as, as I was sharing earlier, someone who wants to always be doing things I struggle with, but Sabbath, it's taking rest and, and just being in him, being still, right? Um, taking those opportunities uh, to, to just, um, you know, take a step back and, and, um, and recognize that, that you, can, you can spend time with God and you don't have to be doing X, Y, and Z things um, all the time. Um, so you know this this kind of reminded me of a of another verse um, um you know in terms of our, our daily lives how we abide in god um, romans 12 2 uh, which some of you might have heard says do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of god what is good and acceptable and perfect um and you know as we abide in god um 
you know, when we when we truly do that as we do it regularly, we we're not conformed with this world. We're we're transformed by the renewal of our mind in, in God. And, um, this has got me through a lot of moments in my life, um, ranging from adjustments uh, to being uh, diagnosed with an autoimmune disease to you know our current moment and sort of as we go through COVID and, and everything, they try to sort of come back and, and, and go through that. And I'm sure it's it has for you those moments where you've connected with God. Um, and you know I'm often you know all over the place. So I'm thinking about five thousand different things. Kevin can tell you lots of examples, um, <laughs> but. Um, but you know, when when I abide in God, it centers me. It, it uh, helps me to sort of understand, um, you know, my purpose and, and why I'm here, and to um, to feel like I'm sort of a part of a bigger story. Um, so I'm sure you all have heard that kind of example before. Uh, but it, you know, it can be as simple as starting the day praying, like we talked about, uh, reflecting on the Bible, um, a devotional. Right. Sometimes it's for me. I listen to a couple of different small podcast devotionals as I'm. You know, when I used to go to work, uh, when I used to do, <laughs> commute to work, uh, but now sometimes I go out on a walk or a bike ride and, and do that. Uh, you know, and it's a, it's a chance to just try to connect with Him. Um, and you know, we're waiting for it, remaining in Him. I um, mean, it's really that that um, that opportunity to remain. Um, I think particularly in this world where we're we are going from thing to thing, right? We're we're going from story to story and from share to share and from whatever else. It's you know, how do we remain in God? Um, and it's abiding is really that key to, to spending time in God. There's a couple other words. If you look at the, the root of the word abide, um, that I think are really important here, um, dwell, um, to dwell in God. You've heard of that concept. And when I think about dwelling in God, it's, it just sort of relaxes me, right? It, it just, um, a chance to sort of be, be in his presence. And then from there, all the worries of the world can fall away and, and we can just be with him and be thankful. Uh, like maybe I was saying earlier, be thankful to be alive, be thankful to have made it through another week. Um, so we dwell in him and, and endure in him. Um, so before I go on to the next section, um, what I wanted to talk about. Does anyone have any examples of, of um, when they've remained connected to God through a tough time and uh, that you'd be willing to share? And if not, that's okay. But um, any examples that, that it come to mind for anyone um, as sort of a, a testimony um, like we were talking about earlier, Kevin, um, that you'd be willing to share? Before I move on, okay. All right. So the second thing I oh did I hear something? Uh, sorry. Yeah. Um, I guess I was about to say one. Um, I guess like when I've uh, been like overwhelmed at like school, um, you know, with like all my extracurriculars and like you know everything, everything seems to converge. Sorry, everything seems to converge in one day. Um, I. I often just like find time to just sort of like remind myself that like you know this is not my life you know this is not the main purpose of my life to just do well in these things and that um, you know no matter what happens God still got me so um, yeah I just take like a moment like during the day or like right before a test or anything like that to just like you know just you know meditate and stuff like that Yep. Thanks, Amanda. That's great. Um, yeah, no, it's, 
it's amazing how if we if we prioritize doing that throughout our day, um, for me at least, it, it makes a huge difference. In a week, I can just tell the way I think, the way I, I feel about you know what you said, all the things that are going on, right? And it almost reframes it, right? It, I'll talk about that a little bit later, but it helps us have a different perspective on it. That um, you know, those could just be random things that we're doing, but that everything is is about um, you know our our. Um, our relationship with God as we're going through it and, and he's helping us walk through that. Um, and so that actually is a good, as he, if we think about him helping us, it's a good kind of um, sequitur to my, my next point that um, uh, I really wanted to kind of focus on the verse that talks about um, us being not servants, but friends. Um, uh, this really struck, struck me as I was thinking about uh, what abiding looks like, what being a part of the, the tree of life looks like. Um, so verse 15 in, in the NIV that I read, I no longer um, call you servants uh, because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends for everything I have learned from my father. I have made known to you. Um, you know, it, in this day and age, I think a lot of people have concerns with um, authority, right? As we're growing up, we like, you know, challenge our own parents' authority. Uh, we talk about the government's authority. We talk about the authority of whatever employer we work with, whatever else, right? Um, and, you know, where individualism reigns, it can be hard to to be told what to do and, um, and we want to be in control. Um, but I think what Jesus is saying here about authority is a different kind of authority, right? Um, it's one of relationship where uh, we abide in him, right? Um, but I think when I was reading this, what we also miss sometimes is he says um, in another, uh, the, I think the, the verse that um, uh, I, I want to say it was, uh, Stacy was reading, um, or no, it's, it's my verse. It's remain in me and I also remain in you, um, or also abide in me and I also abide in you. Um, He's also, he's not just asking us to abide in him. He's saying, I'm with you, right? Um, and so this is an authority that isn't him here, us here, like a you know master and a servant, right? But that we're together in, in this, this tree of life. Um, and yes, you know, he has commands and he has, um, you know, a, a way of life that he calls us to. Uh, but our question is whether we want to be a part of that relationship, right? Um, it's, it's not a one-way street or robotic sort of submission, Um you know, that, that we just kind of blindly follow, right? Um, but, uh, you know, it's an authority that welcomes us in our imperfections and our struggles um, to the table, right? Um, and to this this chance to be with God. And you see it with Jesus' disciples, with Paul. Um, look, guys, that you know, they doubted him. They, um, you know, had struggles. They uh, didn't know what to do. Um, and, you know, they all admitted that they needed God's grace, right? And we all continue to... to um, to say that, like maybe I loved uh, when you were he were preaching earlier, right? Uh, that we are, you know, we're sorry. Um, we recognize that we we need uh, we need grace. Um, but even in that, they walked with God, right? And so that's that's the table. That's that's the abiding. That um, you know, even in those imperfections, um, that we are with Him. Um, and you'll also see that abiding is is not just um, relationship with God, but it's with each other, right? And so. Um, you know, living in accordance with God means loving each other. And this is where you know, get into the, the um, latter half of, of um, chapter uh, 15 in the verses we've read um, that, uh, you know, 
versus 13 and, and 14, um, you know, we're abiding each other through community, um, through kind of working towards a common goal um, where we love each other. And this is where God says, um, you know, the command is to, to love each other. Um, so, you know, God calls us to try however difficult it is um, to abide in him and in our community, um, you know, and, and uh, this is this is not, uh, you know, just sort of a, a blind following, right? It's, um, it's, it's like I, I would compare an analogy to make to make it practical, right? Um, you know, many of you might be on sports teams, right, uh, where you're playing with lots of different people and you're in that community and um, you're you're sort of abiding in, in that common purpose, right, of what the team is doing. And that means you don't have control over what every teammate gets to do, right, how they do it, whether they pass the ball or not, whatever else, right? Um, but uh, we're working towards a common purpose um, and, and we're trusting each other as a collective team. And another analogy might be playing music um, with people, whether it be on a worship band or, um, you know, in, in, um, in school, right? Um, that we're on a common, common sheet of music. We don't get to play every instrument. We don't get to, to do everything, but we're, we're abiding together in that kind of common, common purpose. And that's, that is what the, the church of God is, right? That's what Christian community is. Um, and, and it's, you know, not to be minimized. It's super, super important. Um, we have to rely on each other through that. And it's in those moments, at least in my life, guys, where, you know, when I'm struggling, having other people there um, is so important. Um, and it's not to be under, understated that, um, you know, that love, uh, to love your brother, right, and to love your sister and to, to lay your life down, as, as the, the chapter says. Um, it's no mistake that that's a part, that's the same part of us abiding in God, right, that we are to be with him um, through this community. Um, and that's how we grow. Um, and that means being humble. It means listening. It means challenging. Um, it means recognizing you're wrong. Um, but it means you know, that we don't retreat into our own heads. I do, I do this way too often, um, you know, where I retreat in my own head and I tell a story about how I'm to blame or I did this or I did that. And, and I can tell you one thing, when I start talking to other people, that goes away because I recognize um, that life is more than that, right? That life is, is it's about, um, you know, that doesn't mean that we're sometimes not to blame, right? But it's about understanding how we can get better. It's under, understanding how, uh, what got us to that point where we maybe made a mistake um, and and how to make it better and, and working with other people and with God to, to do that. Um, and then finally, uh, you know, I think uh, I just want to kind of end on, on us um, bearing fruit, this idea of, of bearing fruit, uh, that abiding in God helps us to, to gain perspective on responsibility and um, trust in God, um, you know, through, um, through everything, right? Um, you know, it's a struggle. Let's, you know, I think we can all be honest that the life is, uh, as Kevin was saying earlier, it's a lot simpler when you're younger. Um, even then, it felt like it was hard. Sometimes it gets older and you're like, man, this is, this is difficult. Um, you know, but, um, but it, you know, we're, we're, we're constantly trying to figure out what to do and, and how to do it. But God tells us, like, he, he has a purpose for us, obviously, right? And, and he has a belief that if we abide in him, um, you know, we we will bear fruit, right? He will help us bear through with it, uh, through, through it. Um, and he doesn't want us to, to stray from that. Um, and you'll see in the last verse that we read, um, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, and so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give to you. Um, 
there's another verse in Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 7, 17. Um, he says that each person should live as a believer in whatever situation the Lord has assigned to them, just as God has called them, right? Uh, that wherever we are, God wants us to bear fruit. Um, and, and this is the blessing of being a part of the tree of life. Um, but then in all the chaos and sort of whatever else and, you know, to, to what you were talking earlier about, Abina, and in the busyness of extracurriculars and whatever else, that, that we can bear fruit. Um, and, and there's really, there's a great... Um, uh, quote by a pastor that I, I follow uh, that I love that I've talked with Kevin about uh, quite a bit. Uh, his name's John Mark Comer. Um, he recently said um, he was talking about uh, everything that we're going through with um, with the protests and, and racial justice, and he said um, to say we look to Jesus is not to say that we look away from pain. Um, it is to say that we look at Him for a way through it. Right? Um, and abiding is not is not retreating from everything else that's happening in the world, the chaos, the, the frustration, abiding is is helping is helping us to figure out how to have perspective on it, how to approach it, how to view it, right? That so much of, of our of our life is about how we perceive things, right? And how we decide to react to them. Um, and so, you know, if you're stressing and fearing about anything ranging from COVID to family troubles to school, you can cast this on him and abide in him and um you know, and, and you talk with other people and share with your friends and your Christian community, your family, and help them understand what you're going through. Let them challenge you, right? And, and in that tree of life, um, you know, we're, we're growing and we're figuring out how to bear fruit together. Um, when I do that with my wife, with my friends, uh, with God, I'm, I'm better for it, right? Um, you know, we've heard the, the phrase, be in the world, but not of it, right? That, um, you know, we're, we're in the world when we're in the chaos of everything going on. Um, but the beauty of the tree of life is that um, you know we're getting we're getting our our source of life from him, right? Imagine it's like a metaphor of a tree, right? That um, you know the roots are sort of feeding us, and we're the branches, and the branches are out in the middle of everything going on, right? But and, and so it'd be easy for a branch to just be like, oh, I'm out here, kind of doing my own thing. But no, the source is the source is God. We're we're abiding in Him, and if we can remind ourselves of that, that He's He's the authority in our life. Um, we get to have a conversation with him and our faith community about how to how to get through the things that we're going through, and that's that's the encouragement I want to give you all. Um, that it's okay to you know have your struggles and, and doubts and questions. I do it. I know Kevin does it. I know we all do it. Um, we all have our, our frustrations, um, but abiding means um, you know kind of engaging as our as our full selves with God. Um, you know, to, to learn and grow. Um, so uh, let's wrap it up. I know we're close to, to time. Um, yeah, one of my one of my favorite poets, um, Walt Whitman, um, has a, a great quote that um, kind of came out in my mind uh, as a, I was planning this. Um, and it's really been an encouragement for me. It's something that I've tried to remind myself of. Um, so he says, Oh me, oh life, of the questions of these recurring, what good amid these? You know, these being all the, the things that we struggle with, the chaos, the challenges. Um, the answer, that you are here, that life exists in identity, that the powerful play goes on, and that you may contribute a verse. Um, that you may contribute a verse. And um, I know I can speak uh, to every one of you that you will contribute a verse. You'll contribute... Um, you know, love, you'll contribute care, you'll contribute ideas, you'll contribute um, 
you know, whatever it is. I, I don't. I can't even imagine all the good things that you're going to do in your life. Um, so the question is really, do you believe God's play is worth abiding in, right? Do you believe um, that he's a leader worth following, that, that you want to be at his table, um, that the church and, and your community is worth going through messy times with um, and, and having challenges with? And, and so as you're kind of thinking about these questions, you know, consider kind of the three things we talked about, the, the blessing of abiding in God, um, the, the relationship and community that abiding brings um, and the the chance to kind of frame our responsibility and our accountability to the world um, through this uh, this this idea of abiding um, so you know look I'm, I'm on a journey to abide in God and um, you know surrender control and righteousness uh, you know judgment um, look to God and, and um, to my community for direction um, and be you know hopefully direction to other people um, and so you know uh, I guess the question to kind of think about is is, is do you want to join me on that um, and, and do you want to join God in that um, and I, I you know ask myself that question every day um, you know in, in a good way right to remind myself help me to to recognize um and and so uh, i'd encourage you to do that and um, i will leave it there um so hopefully that's that's brought some encouragement to you and um, i know we're at time i i don't know if um kevin if you want to do any questions i'm, I'm good to wrap it up to whatever works thank you so much guy um any questions that you guys have Or I want at least one or two people just to share something that you're taking away today. Either that or a question. Spencer, what are you taking away today? Um, like, like as a branch, if you're not with like a tree, you're not with God. Like, example, like in the John, the verse, like John 15, like, you need to stay with God. Without Him, you're nothing. You're lost. Yeah, you're good. That's really good. Thank you for that. Princess, what are you taking? Princess, you there? If you're there, you're on mute. This is getting ready. Maybe, oh, Brett, is there something you want to share? Um, that we should live in the world and not of it. In the world and the other day. Good one. Cool. Um, so I learned that, like, you know, like in this world, you know, a lot of people can say, you know, that they're Christians, you know, they go to church, um, you know, they pay tithe, you know, they, you know, do everything that's within, you know, the the line of being a Christian. But, you know, today I learned that, like, if you're not, you know, producing the fruit, if you're not, you know, truly like deep in the core like if you look like a Christian on, you know, the outside, but on the inside, you know, if you're not producing the fruit, if you're not truly, you know, truly, truly like being a branch, you know, 
um, of God, then, you know, like you will be cut off, you know? So I think it's very important for us to really just do deep personal, um, like understanding of like where we are and like to see if we're, we're really bearing through, are we really, you know, um, you know, looking into our hearts, are we really truly, um, you know, branches, um, for and of God? I have something that um, really struck me during this message, um, and it was when um, Sky said, um, when he said that abiding in God doesn't necessarily mean that um, you're retreating or looking away from the problem. It's just that you're you're just in him and that you have a different perspective on the problem and that you know that that's um that he can guide you through it um because i feel like a lot of people today are just in like especially in these times they're just like they have some sort of content towards um anyone who may say for example you know um look to jesus you know and just um and you know just trust in him and stuff like that um but yeah i just think that that was like a message that um i needed to hear just to you know not get things twisted and like another analogy when he made um the analogy um of like god and the tree of life and um that was also striking to me as well because you know uh, a lot of the times we can think, you know, as the branches that, you know, we're all our, we're all on our own. Um, you know, we're often getting swayed in the wind, you know, beat by rain, everything. Like, we think that God's not there providing for us and helping us through it. But really, this whole time, he's the one who's feeding us and giving us the strength to withstand the rain and the wind and all of that. So, yeah, I thank Sky for that message. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> me, uh, me and Jason learned that uh, in order to fully abide in God, we need to get rid of our old selves. And we need to become new and better people. We need to be born again Christians. Thank you for that. Well, thank you so much, guys. Um, Sky, is there anything else you wanted to say to wrap No, just thank you. This has been wonderful to, to join you all and um, get a sense of your group. And it's it's a wonderful group. And Kevin, um, you know, thanks for inviting me and, um, you know, for leading this this group of people. I'm excited to, to see, you know, where you continue to go and how you continue to grow. And, um, uh, yeah, I'll be praying for you. I wrote down a few of the prayer requests. and. Um, yeah, looking forward to hopefully seeing you again. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank well, you. Seeing you soon. <laughs> Not too long. Um, yeah. I guess with that, um, any um, any announcements that we have, Barbara? Any announcements for today? Um, no, but I know. None, none so far. Okay, cool, cool. Um, I don't have any on my end either. I haven't heard about when we're going and opening church again. Um, I think it'll be probably later on when we do, though, if I hear anything, I'll let you guys know. Um, but the idea for coming into July 
nice to continue kind of having church over Zoom. I uh, hope you guys have been enjoying it. Um, I certainly have. And when we meet again, we are all going to have a fun, fun party. So um, thank you guys so much for being with us today. Um, also, life groups on Fridays. We're going to be meeting this Friday for the guys at 7. Meeting, I think the ladies you guys meet at like also Fridays, but at like 8.30. So those have been going well. I don't know what you guys have been talking about, so y'all don't get to know what we've been talking about on the guy's side. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. All right, I got you. Understood, understood. That's perfect. Yeah, we don't talk about it at all, so I don't know what y'all been talking about. <laughs> anyway, and that's perfect. So for those of you guys who have not been joining the live groups, um, it's just an opportunity for us to just, you know, get away from like, you know, like a church setting, traditional church setting that we have, just to talk about what's on our minds and our hearts and see what God has for us uh, from a biblical perspective on those things that we discuss. So a lot of interesting conversations, a lot more chance to kind of have back and forth discussions. Um, hope you guys get plugged into that. Um, if you haven't been joining and you, you would like to join, reach out to me or reach out to Pat for the ladies side and she'll be able to get you connected, okay? So with that, let us pray and close out. I know we're a couple of minutes over.